Hey church, this is Jonathan Brocious. Let's pray together today. But have nothing to do with irreverent and silly myths. Rather, train yourself in godliness. For the training of the body has a limited benefit, but godliness is beneficial in every way, since it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. This saying is trustworthy and deserves full acceptance. In fact, we labor and strive for this because we have put our hope in the living God, who is the Savior of everyone, especially of those who believe. 1 Timothy 4, 7-10 Several years ago, I read an article by a fitness coach named Mark Ripito. Ripito's specialty is getting people strong. He is singularly focused on that goal of strength and ignores all other facets of fitness. The title of the article was The Most Important Aspect of Programming, Training Versus Exercise. The main point of the article was that some people train and some people exercise. People who train, well, they have a goal. They then organize their time in the gym around that one goal. The workouts they pick, the weights they select, the amount of time that they rest, and what they eat is all dependent on that particular goal. If your goal is to be able to lift as much weight as possible, that has a huge impact on what happens in the gym. You'll lift weights that are at the upper end of your strength limits. You'll take long rest periods so that you're recharged when you touch the weight again. You'll eat lots of calories and lots of proteins that your body can add the necessary muscle to lift big weights. If your goal is to be able to run a marathon, your gym time looks very different. In fact, your gym itself probably looks different. Instead of tons of weight equipment, you'll have a treadmill. You don't take rest breaks because you won't when you're running your marathon. You eat lots of carbs so that your body has the glucose stores to fuel the aerobic system that's being tested every day. These people train differently and they get very different results, but they have one thing in common, and that's a goal. They log all of their efforts every day. They measure their progress as they chase their goal. When progress stops, they tweak things in the gym to start the progress again. They know how close they are to hitting their deadlift PR or their 5K time. (laughs) But there's a lot of people who don't train at all. They exercise. Exercise, according to the Ripito article, is movement without a purpose. People know that movement and exercise is good for them, but they don't really have a goal other than, I want to be healthier. So they exercise. Exercise means that someone buys a gym membership, walks in, and has no plan. They do what seems interesting or feels good that day. Maybe the rower is open, so they sit down and crank out a few calories on the rower while watching some TV. Maybe they can move a lot of weight with the leg press, so they do a few sets of that and feel super strong. They chat with a few friends. They hop on their favorite social media app during a rest break. After moving some stuff around for a while, they feel good about themselves and the work they put in, so they shower and leave the gym feeling successful. As a gym rat, I've often looked down my nose at the exercisers. I took pride in my training logs, my spreadsheets, my goals, and my lists of personal achievements. But the other day I was reading in 1 Timothy and something hit me. I've been exercising spiritually for a long time. 1 Timothy says, train yourself for godliness. That word train leaped off the page into my eyeballs. When was the last time that I had a spiritual goal and pushed myself to achieve it? When was the last time that I had a plan for how I was going to make myself more like Christ? When was the last time I had brought some intentionality to my soul? This is difficult for me because I can often lean heavily into legalism. I can chart out my Bible reading on a spreadsheet or set a goal like pray for an hour every day. When I fail to meet that goal, which is often, I then feel like a failure and that God is disappointed in me. These things are not true. But in response to that legalism, I have swung too far the other way. 
I've been incredibly haphazard. I'm not bringing any mental energy to my spiritual life. I brought lots of mental energy and forethought to my gym goals, but I didn't bring any to my walk with God. So I'm trying a couple things. There are some spiritual disciplines like fasting that I've completely ignored for a long time. I'd encourage you to join me on this. Maybe, maybe you're great at reading your Bible, but generosity is a weak spot for you. Maybe you're great at prayer, but silence is a struggle. Don't be overwhelmed. Don't allow feelings of failure to creep in. Those are straight from Satan and do no good for anyone. Just choose to make forward progress with today. And I'd encourage you, learn to enjoy this. These practices are meant to draw us closer to God, which is the source of our joy. Do not allow drudgery to become part of the equation, please. Let's pray together. Father, I ask for help today to know how to train myself for godliness. I want to be like you. I want to be like Jesus. And I ask that you would show me the way. Show me how I can improve and how I can grow. Give me the goal. Make me motivated. I pray that I would enjoy my relationship with you in the practice of training myself in your ways. And as I chase these goals, I pray that you'd use me to bless others around me. Don't let me do this just for my own self-improvement. Please use me in your kingdom. A couple questions to leave you with. Number one, which spiritual disciplines are lacking in your life? There's many to choose from. There's prayer, reading scripture, memorization of scripture, fasting, silence, generosity, and others. Which one would you like to improve? And next, how do you think you could do it? Let's create a training plan. Thanks for joining me today. We'll see you next on Pray Together.